0: Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier.
1: And I'm Tajinder Singh.
0: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to That Cartoon Podcast. This is a special episode. This week we will be discussing two movies in one episode my gosh uh the the two movies are the iron giant a classic and a newer movie called ron's gone wrong this wasn't originally on our schedule but Mm -hmm. um i watched ron's gone wrong a week or two ago and i texted TJ about it because uh i noticed just certain things about the story that really rhyme or really uh they're very similar to what happened in The Iron Giant, if not the exact same way, the emotion of it.
1: Yeah, they both have Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no. They
0: no. Don't. Zach, Zach Galifianakis is the robot in Ron's Gone Wrong.
1: He's the Vin Diesel of our age.
0: Oh, my gosh. That, that's offensive to Zach Galifianakis.
1: That's offensive to Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> Uh, okay, you know what? We're we're gonna get into this, but Vin Diesel has been in way more successful movies than Zach Galifianakis has. You know that to be true.
0: Yeah, but we let's let's talk voice acting, and still he still trumps him. But in every role that Vin Diesel does, it's like he has a list of six words he's got to say. In and in the case of one movie, he had three words he had to say in different with different inflections.
1: Yeah, and they hired him. galvanakis's superhero movie that's all i'm saying
0: okay t's making some good points i guess so t's do you want to start us off why don't you run us through the plot line a bit of the iron giant just a quick one for those who may not have seen this movie that is many years old now
1: okay yeah so the iron giant was originally released in 1999 um, it's based on a book that I think was originally released in England um, called The Iron Man. That's a children's book, and the plot of the book and the movie they're they're not that well connected. it's it, the children's book is very much a children's book. and this movie is still a children's movie, but it takes itself a little bit more seriously. The basic plot is that in a sleepy little town in somewhere Maine, yeah. um uh what is it the,
0: the, the no, same no. town
1: that stephen king is also always putting it in no,
0: no like. it's uh it's rockwell because it's supposed to be similar to roswell it's, it's oh okay yeah it's like
1: rockwell the movie opens with just something falling out of the sky into the ocean which is then revealed to be a giant robot aka the iron giant uh the a giant metal man yeah he it's mistaken as a lighthouse at first to give you like a sense of how huge this guy is the main protagonist other than the iron giant of this movie is this kid named hogarth um who's you know your average kid in these kind of movies he doesn't have a lot of friends um he's got a struggling hot mom Who's you know trying to make ends meet, uh his dad's dead or gone. I don't think it they ever really like fully say it, but it's heavily implied that he's like just he passed away.
0: Mom voice by oh, he's, Jennifer Aniston.
1: The dad, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you know, I said hot mom. So that you know, that's that's how the movie opens. You know, it's just this kid who's you know not got a lot going on. He's in a poor family and they're just trying to they're just trying to deal. One night he's home alone while his mom's working extra hours and he notices something's going on outside, goes to check it out, and that's when he meets the Iron Giant. Um a lot of shenanigans happen. Eventually they befriend each other. And as as I didn't mention earlier, this movie set, I believe, in like the 50s. This is like the late 50s, Cold War era. Yeah. So Sputnik has just gone up. And the entire... All that, entire that implies. Week... Say again?
0: And all that that implies.
1: Yeah. And it's just... Um, like, the, the, the country is just gripped in the wave of the Red Scare and everything. Um, so when this... Reports of this strange thing from space, you know, are being circulated in you know in very close proximity to this foreign satellite launch eventually the government shows up to investigate one thing leads to another they discover that the iron giant is actually a real thing and the military does what you would expect the military in the 50s to do they immediately start blasting yeah shoot first ask
0: questions never
1: yeah um which i mean we'll get into it i think a little bit more later but um the military is like not necessarily the bad guys in this movie. It's like one specific guy um, and the rest of them are pretty like, pretty reasonable people um, which is surprising for these kind of movies.
0: Yeah, there's, there's one character uh, uh, Kent Mansley. Is that his name? Yeah. Kent? yeah. yeah um, he pretty much personifies all of Cold War era red, red scare shit. Like he personifies yeah. all of it in one, one person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, voiced by Christopher McDonald uh, or Randall. Shooter McGavin as you might know him. <laughs> so you knew he was going to be a bad guy starting out. Yeah. Um, he's always bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they tried to get other people. Um, I think one of the other people that was up for the role, or at least they were at, you know, in talks was like James Woods. Every time you hear James Woods in a, in a cartoon, you're like, okay, he's the bad guy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the other like real life bad guy, aka Kevin Spacey. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Don't want him around a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old boy during the whole movie, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, the military starts blasting and they, you know, they eventually find out that oh, this giant robot only reacts. Like he's not he's not attacking people, but when you attack him, his like defense mechanisms that are built in they activate so that's why he's fighting back unfortunately because misunderstanding that's going on and some fuckery from shooter mcgavin uh they launch a nuke the nuke is going to destroy the whole town and um the iron diesel decides that he's going to sacrifice himself a la Superman to save this whole uh this whole little village that he's now like adopted village or town, whatever it's a small little community that he's adopted. Um he blows up, you know, everyone except him is living happily ever after. But then at the end, spoilers, uh you find out that he's not dead. He's uh he's alive and like some glacier in Iceland or Greenland, uh slowly being, you know, putting himself back together. So movie has a happy ending. Um, ten out of ten would watch again
0: absolutely. um so now let's let's dive into uh round's down wrong. I'll do the the explanation for this one. a futuristic world where there's this mega tech company with a dude who's a CEO named Mark, and they are <laughs> releasing these friend bots that mm-hmm. they are going to be every child's best friend. It's like the next. Evolution of a cell phone. You can do everything on it. You can upload to Instagram, any socials. Um, you can have it record. It seems like it just downloads whatever you like and then it likes that. So yeah, uh, then we we uh we come in on our main character. Um oh man, I'm actually I'm forgetting his name. The, the little uh Barney. Barney, Barney Pulowski or
1: Absalon, as he's known throughout the movie. Uh, Absalon, by as
0: he's known by, throughout the movie. So uh, yeah. Barney, Barney is the only kid in school without a, um, a go, go, be-bot. That's what it's called. Yeah. I was, a, you were going to say go-bot, weren't a, a you? Go-bot. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one without a go-bot. <laughs> um, so he's the only one without a bot and so recess is hell, in his own words, mm-hmm. um, because everyone hangs out with their robots instead of Hanging out with like everyone else. It's just yeah. Like the robots will very specifically stick to their algorithm and be like, hey, this child also likes this band. So you will be their friend. Which, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how friendship works. Um so yeah. <laughs> uh so he's the only one with that one. His his dad sees how upset. He is uh, to not have one and it's his birthday. His dad got him a bullshit like rock collecting gift mm-hmm. and and Barney was not about it, but he wasn't he wasn't a dick about it. He was very modest. He was like, "Oh thanks, Dad, but he was bro- heartbroken. Um, so his yeah. dad goes to the the beebot place and they are throwing away a damaged beebot. and he's like, "Well, I can afford a beebot from the trash." Um, mm-hmm. So he, he grabs a beebot from the trash. It's just slightly damaged, which, similar to Iron Giant, um, the, the the damaged robot ends up being crucial to it being the robot that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, so this dam- damaged robot, because it's damaged, it, it can't connect to wi-fi or to the the bubble network as it's called yeah and yeah the so main server hub the, the main server and so it only has like it starts off with just words that start with the letter a and so that's how mm-hmm. the main character he becomes known as absalom because he doesn't have barney in his little dictionary
1: um, i don't even think he got like yeah he didn't even get there like he he met he mentions a bunch of names he says absalom i think the main character is like taken aback by that being a name and the robot's <laughs> like oh okay i guess your name is absalon yeah
0: <laughs> and uh zach goth he he voices the the robot and
1: mm-hmm. he has just uh
0: such an attitude from, from the get-go he's just uh when he is quoting barney he, he matches his facial expression <laughs> but in computer mm-hmm. form it, uh, it's funny um so they, they quickly start to bond, but he's like, oh, Barney realizes he has to take him back because he's damaged and also kind of stolen. Um, but then he pulls a little switcheroo with another robot that ends up getting destroyed. He sacrifices another robot so that his robot will live. And mm-hmm. so he now has Ron, as he's called, the robot. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he, he has him in private and he's teaching him how to be a friend which ends up being very important. Um, and they, they go on a whole journey together, discovering what friendship is. And all the while, Ron learning things about Barney, learning what he likes, doesn't like, what he's afraid of. Uh, those classic things that you learn with your friends at that age. Um, and all the while, there is a presence at the tech company who is very evil, who is a classic turtleneck wearing tech, Guru motherfucker,
1: um, just like Tish. Yeah, uh, <laughs> had to wear my turtle. Both these movies have turtlenecks throughout. They do, <laughs> one for a
0: beatnik and one for a fucking tech mogul. Yeah, um, the heroes and
1: villains of our story. The
0: heroes and the villains. So this dude, he just he's just in it for the money. He's uh. He's like, hey, we are just here for the re- algorithm, so that we can sell as much shit to kids as humanly possible. I hate children. Whereas the CEO is like, but I I built this company so that I could make friends for children and help children. So I don't know yeah. why I don't know why like the the villain of the story was even hired in the first place. If like they clashed, down. I, I,
1: yeah, we'll get to that. I have a lot of problems with some, of that <laughs> part, some parts of that storyline, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: But um, so. It, Anyway, they they become tight friends. Barney's only friend is this robot. Um, Mm -hmm. And it turns out that he's been learning differently because he's not on the bubble network. So he's not set into an algorithm. He's just naturally learning about Barney and what it means to be a friend. And turns out this was the secret all along to the algorithm that the good tech guy wanted to create this robot all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. So they get to the bubble place. Whole uh, whole break-in scenario, which I'm sure Tiege, based off his face,
1: loved. He loved it. I don't care. Yeah, that was fine. It's a, it's a, it's a Disney movie. What, 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 like, what are they getting... Is... They're not going to get gunned down at the... Yeah. The entrance, like, they have to have a little heist, and they get in. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one definitely, I feel like, it flew under the radar, that I wouldn't have watched it if I hadn't been scanning for for stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway... So they get there and then um, he's like, okay, we're going to fix you, Ron. And then you're going to be, you know, just like you used to be because he, part of him got erased earlier in the movie and yeah. in fixing him, he's like, but I could download it to the entire bubble network. And then I could make all the B-bots be like me in that they want to learn about the children that they are with and be their actual friend instead of just their um, cell phone with wheels pretty much. And and then it ends with like all these robots end up having their own personalities. They don't really listen to the kids anymore because they're like Mm -hmm. developing their own AI instead of just an algorithm or I guess just the algorithm to sell shit. I don't know. I don't understand the tech side of it, but it was a nice story. But in order for all that to happen, Ron had to download into the bubble network and sacrifice himself, thus destroying himself, but saving all of the children from being just like slaves to their bebots
1: yeah but he's still like around because i think there's like a little shot where he's like shows up on a screen or something at the end
0: yeah and there's also like at the very end uh so a little parallel um uh, barney walks down to recess and he's like i really love recess now or something to that effect mm-hmm. and he, he's walking through the schoolyard and all the other kids bebots start coming up and high-fiving him which is something that Ron did throughout the movie. So it's kind of a hint that he lives in all of the Bebots now. Because everyone's like, oh, why why do the Bebots like that kid so much? It's like because yeah. Because the events of this. Because he's, he's, he's <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah, so, nothing not, nothing too complicated with the with either of these storylines. Pretty, no, pretty so, basic stuff.
0: I mean, honestly, so essentially the parallels I saw were two damaged robots that didn't do what they were meant to do when they Got to their mm-hmm. child, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they have to learn kind of from scratch, and then it, they both end up sacrificing themselves at the end of the story.
1: Yeah, because because in Ron's Gone Wrong, all the B bots are basically. I I'm sorry. I I,
0: I, I, I know you probably no. Some I turned with it.
1: <laughs> no 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 no. I turned when we were before we started recording we were we were messing with lighting and I turned the lamp like its head to like peek over so that it could light me from the side and I just saw it out of the corner of my eye of just something like peeking over (laughs) there it it freaked me the fuck out for a second I'm so sorry (laughs) um yeah I just scared the hell out of myself for a second there um Ron and the other b-bots are supposed to be Basically like targeted ads. I mean, this whole movie is like a Facebook parody. Um, Yeah. Like a social media Facebook parody, but that's what Ron is supposed to be in the B-Bots. And then the Iron Giant is in the original release is it's kind of unclear what he actually was because he just showed up and you found out that he had all these like super destructive and advanced weapon systems. That only activated during when you know he felt threatened, but in a 2015 re-release, um, as well as you know, the, I think it's, these were deleted the scenes original, that were included.
0: It was the original yeah. idea; they just didn't include it because they're like, "Oh, that's too dark for children." We think.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> if you find out during like a dream sequence or a memory sequence. It's kind of unclear because it's a robot; he can't really like any dream. But whatever um, that. The Iron Giant is actually part of, and maybe even the leader of, like an armada of like a robot army um, that was just stomping through this planet, destroying shit. Maybe, and then that planet got destroyed, and that's likely why he ended up on Earth. Is because the planet he was on uh, blowed it up, and then he eventually just like made his way slowly to Earth by falling um yeah or or like
0: uh, yeah like they're just those robots were just designed for a conquering force is what it seemed like although i I did i never picked up that maybe he might have been the leader but in the visions he is overlooking all of them marching
1: yeah and he's all of all the other ones are like in their in their normal form Mm -hmm. and he's the only one that's got like the weird super attack form going on at that time Mm. um so i always assumed like pictured that as he was either their leader or he's like a special a special type but
0: That's, regardless it's supposed yeah.
1: to be, you know he's not supposed to be um hanging out with a 10 year old um learning english and you know doing cannonballs into uh ponds. so they're both kind of going well well beyond what their intended purposes were
0: yeah. so a little fun thing for Iron Giant that I, I learned was that uh, that apparently, well, okay, maybe not fun thing. Interesting, interesting thing mm-hmm. about Iron Giant is Brad Bird, the director. Um, mm-hmm. His sister was apparently murdered by her husband with a gun, and so part of his thought process going into this movie, it was kind of uh-huh. him coping with it, dealing with it. Was he wanted to personify a gun? wanted to bring yeah. a, a gun to life
1: yeah no okay I did not know that and that kind of really fought, like shines through because there's a lot of there's a lot of like guns are bad and you don't have to be a gun talk in this in the Iron Giant and one of one of the best lines in any movie it's
0: it's uh it's bad to kill it's not bad to die you
1: know yeah.
0: Just is so simple, but it's a great line.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say "Rock Tree," also <laughs> classic. Also um, classic. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot. There were a lot of parallels between these two movies. I mean, obviously, they're very different, um, both stylistically and yeah. um, their tone. And I think the overall message, probably too, because Iron Giant was kind of more about the the fear that was going on in the United States during the late fifties. Um, whereas wrong has gone wrong is kind of like what's going on right now of our kids kind of just becoming basically just robots glued to their phones.
0: I, I, uh, I disagree a bit. I think, they are more similar than that. Just because I think it's just an updated. Oh version. yeah.
1: Is yeah, it's just an update version. Oh no, I'm up. not saying. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm just saying they're not. They're not one to one. Like. No. No. Uh, it's not comparisons. It's not one to one. They have different. Just, they have different themes, but they have like an overall. They have a lot of similarities.
0: Yeah, it's like what the zeitgeist, what's what's in the fear of the country yeah. at that moment, you know, um, which you know a lot of people are worried about where tech will take us. And yes. also, global warming a bit. But
1: what what did you think? But like before we even get into into these two movies, like I had never seen. I've seen The Iron Giant a lot, um, a lot, a lot. A lot. Uh, we even went and got, went and saw it together in theaters when they re released the the signature edition or special edition, whatever it was called, with those extra two minutes, which yeah. was worth it. Um, Absolutely. And that version is on available this, online. It is. It's, uh, it's a version. So you can watch it for free if you have HBO Max. You can watch the normal version, which was the original. Or for, I think, like $2.99, you can buy, you can rent the, uh, the Amazon, the, the signature version, which is on Amazon. Um, or if you don't feel like paying for it and you already have HBO, you can literally just pause the movie when the giant's about to go to sleep. Open up YouTube, watch the one minute and 30 second deleted scene. And unpause and resume the rest <laughs> yeah. of the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So whatever, whatever is like your money, your time is worth. Um, um, yeah.
0: So Iron Giant, obviously a classic. I I don't think I really need to explain how amazing of a movie it is. If you haven't seen it, seen it, see it. It's yeah.
1: uh seen it, it seen it.
0: If you haven't seen it, seen it, but yeah, uh, you should definitely see it. It's it's amazing. It speaks to so much of what, well, the history of the, this nation with guns and violence. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, not not like all the history, but like it just it does a nice job of making you feel the what yeah. the what what violence can potentially bring.
1: It, it's one of those movies where um, a lot of the the lessons are like seen from the, the perspective of a child. But unlike most movies, um, this child's not a complete idiot. And what he's saying most of the time like makes a good bit of sense. Yeah. Rather than just being like senseless babble from, you know, from a baby.
0: Yeah. And also uh, one of my favorite lines is when the when Shooter McGavin he he realizes yeah. he looks at the rifle and realizes uh, that Hogarth Hughes is the name on the rifle, but yeah. it, it cuts off at H O G H U G, and so he's just like Hawker, hook Yeah, dude, I love that scene. Um, and, the whole, and
1: he finds that out because he's like making fun of this kid's name, which is a yeah. ridiculous name. Let's not pretend like Hogarth yeah, the... not a ridiculous name. Um, yeah, no. you cue he, he like... everyone named Hogarth canceling us yeah but but what about ron's gone wrong do you think it holds do you think in what 20 years however long uh this that movie will still hold up no
0: i I think i i think it's good for this time i think it will be good i think it'll be a good reference or whatever it'll be a good movie for five ten years but then at some point We'll have something that's kind of similar probably to what they're projecting. So it won't be that yeah ima- it, it, it won't it won't be that
1: imaginative. It's by no means timeless. No. no.
0: It's like uh, we'll watch it and be like, oh, that's dated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No. Um and I, I think we can but let, let's let's get more into what uh what Ron's gone wrong, did right, and did wrong, um <laughs> specifically. Um I thought that the the art style. I mean, it was a Disney movie, but it had like a very Pixar feel to it. Maybe not. Um,
0: I feel like they all have since, since Disney acquired Pixar.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I still
0: consider them different
1: though. I know. I know they are. They they definitely
0: are.
1: I consider Pixar to be more of like a badge of quality than Disney. Um, Because there was a stretch of time where Pixar movies were a lot better and it's just it's just a fact but you know the the animation there's nothing i don't think there's a problem with it i mean they have disney money and they used it um it was fun it was uh it was nice to see um i thought the character designs were i mean they were goofy enough um to not be like weird and super like in the uncanny valley or anything like that um but they were also like grounded enough where it was like, yeah, no, this is a, these are people.
0: Yeah. Um, I I liked it a lot. I mean, that's why I texted you after. I I don't think I would even think to compare it to Iron Giant if I hadn't Mm -hmm. liked it a decent amount. Um, Having watched it twice now, I, I do still think it's really funny. I think Zach Galifianakis honestly fucking kills it as the robot. Um, oh, I
1: mean, he's he, he's definitely he's, the breakout. I, I was gonna say breakout star, but he's yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, he's definitely keep, like the, the highlight keep, of the
0: movie. Keep your eyes out for this guy, Zach keep, Galifianakis. He's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna be big. We he's a youngster, but he's up and coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he absolutely slayed it. Um, my main issues were usually with like the children's dialogue. I was just like a lot of times it didn't exactly feel like children. Not with not with Barney. Barney they did a good job, but with the uh, the children on the, the exterior of Barney.
1: <laughs> I think the feel other like, children felt like they were written by what like as what out of touch adults think children sound like. Yeah. It was like the... if Facebook memes were were writing dialogue.
0: A boomer a boomer facebook meme yeah yeah, exactly. like, yeah there's one this is what a, your mom,
1: not your mom specifically but this is what like your mom is sharing on facebook is what kids are saying like
0: yeah yeah and so there's like a, there's one girl that's all about science but she's very lonely and then there's a girl that is all about being fashionable and her instagram likes and follows like she's a she's an influencer but she's very lonely and then there's also the prankster kid and he pranks people and his whole thing is he he needs to make people laugh all the time but he's very lonely. Lonely.
1: <laughs> and no, uh, yeah. So they're all lonely. There's a kid who, a kid who really likes video games, um, but he's very lonely. Um, <laughs> yeah. There, uh, unfortunately, all the characters except Barney are who's the main character. So you know, maybe that's why. But all the other characters are very, very one-dimensional. Um, they all have one character trait. Plus, they're lonely. Um, that's that's all that they have, which is fine for a for a short movie. But like, they don't feel like real people.
0: You, so, something that I think they could have done much better was um, definitely the villain, uh, Andrew. The the was he a president? I don't know. He,
1: he's think, a part. He's like co-CEO yeah. or like vice CEO or something. He's right underneath the CEO. No, he's the, so there's the CEO. He was the COO. Uh, um, okay. who, but uh, he eventually, operations. he eventually does become CEO uh, For, because he does yeah. like a, it's not a hostile takeover because that's a different thing, but basically he gets the, the CEO fired and blocked from the company and he takes over the role. For uh, yeah, thirty six historic hours. So I, I think
0: yeah. I think it could have been much better.
1: Yeah,
0: because what it seemed like if it um it seemed like it was Mark Zuckerberg, but they broke him into early Mark Zuckerberg, like college version, and then greedy Mark Zuckerberg that we see these days with the the, the evil guy. Like, do you see that? Like, kind I, of like I, I, kind I, of like the I, yeah. aspirational or young guy. I'm not going to pretend world. like
1: Mark Zuckerberg wasn't always a dirtbag. Um, so I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give him that credit, but I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know this, exactly what you mean.
0: So I feel like they could have just combined those two and then they will have had a complex villain that was like, maybe he starts to remember why he got into making these things instead of just being one dimension. Like you said, like, he's just evil. He's just in it
1: for the money, but like there was a reason that he got into this. This is a this is a Disney movie made post the Golden Age of Disney. That's not. Their complex villains is not something that's going to happen. I'm well we're talking we're just talking about what I know like the wrong I know I was just like I wasn't expecting anything more. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything more. Uh the the villain I agree really I, I hated it not only because of what you said but because It was like he was the only bad guy at this company, at this multi-billion dollar company that's like surveilling the entire world. He's the only bad guy there. All the other workers, when he says something like nefarious, which is just so you guys know, just normal things that all these tech companies (laughs) are just doing. He said he like suggests anyone and they're all just like clutching their pearls like we're going to sell people's data. It's like you guys all knew exactly what this company was. Shut up. Shut up. None of you guys are (laughs) good people. Like, what do you mean? Like, they shut up. They could not have gotten that far without some help. Exactly. (laughs) You can't the company could not have grown to where it is if you guys weren't doing just horrible shit. It's it's just how capitalism works. I'm sorry. Like, it's
0: yeah, which
1: uh, that really made me mad that they were like, This is the one guy, he's the only bad guy. Everyone else was cool, and now that we've gotten rid of him everything's going to be fine oh because you know the shareholders they don't they, they're fine with whatever they so, weren't totally on board with this guy just doing crazy stuff
0: uh, that that really paints mark the cool ceo in a different light because he that means that he was just sort of like hey whatever it takes i just don't want to know about it that, that's pretty much that was pretty much that was yeah he did that at one point he was like uh andrew the bad CEO was just like, hey, let's do this thing that's very questionable ethically. And Mark was just like, um, I don't really want to know about it, just do what you have to do. So he's like,
1: he's basically like, you want me to handle it? And the the guy's like, Yeah, just just handle it. And we're like, all right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. I I did like him, but he was pretty complacent with everything that was happening.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't he he in the movie didn't do anything outright evil or bad the the creator the ceo who is like one of the good guys what i'm saying is that that character doesn't exist um oh. and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous to expect that person to have still been in the company that long and not known that this is what they were using his coding for you know what i mean like either he's Grossly negligent and not paying attention to anything that's going on around him, and just letting these people just make crazy, crazy money with his basically espionage fucking uh, robots. Yeah, which which I think we find out later, like are also weaponized or something. <laughs> um, or two, he just didn't care. You know what I mean? So he's not exactly his his hands aren't clean. I
0: mean, yeah, they say it
1: at one point.
0: Uh, the Andrew, the bad CEO, he he's like you know mark knew what he was doing you know, he yeah. put he put a camera uh, within six feet of every child in america yeah and that, it's but they just they, like, just, oh, they yeah. say it,
1: <laughs> they say it once and then they just they're just like okay well he he's he's cool now he he realized it now even though even though that's still what this company is doing like that those things still all have cameras and i'm sure they're still all collecting data but he's a good guy now
0: he's a good guy now he, yeah. he solved the algorithm he the day was saved. He's there's nothing left to save, tease. Yeah the day was saved.
1: <laughs> it was no, it was definitely saved. Um, I'm sure I'm sure the creep you know the the greedy shareholders will never will never rear their heads again. There's no way there's no way that a, a company this large, you know will survive like this. but okay, I think this movie has a lot of good ideas, but they oversimplified. What is essentially they oversimplified what essentially became a technology is bad. All these kids are on their phones all the time. Like they leaned too hard into that to the point of it being, I don't know, kind of absurd.
0: I definitely agree. Um, Ron's gone wrong. It's it's not gonna last. It's not like it's not gonna be something that you want to watch in the future, and it uh, definitely is just a lazy attempt at jabbing at um, kids using cell phones for sure.
1: Yeah, Um, I definitely enjoyed it in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, Uh, I didn't hate what was happening in front of me.
0: Yeah, I think it's fun, but like
1: um, most
0: Disney movies, you think too many layers past what you're presented, and you're like, oh wait.
1: No. I don't even think, honestly. I don't even think it's that because, like, I think a lot of kids' movies have these problems that were that were highlighting. Um, the issue is that I don't see this movie having lasting power. Like, if I never thought about, like, if if no no one ever brought this movie up to me ever again, I would forget that it existed. This is a movie that you watch, you could enjoy it in the moment completely out of your head within a week
0: Yep, yeah, totally agree and uh our other movie iron giant i cannot forget that movie if i wanted to and i don't want
1: to i wa- i watch that movie multiple times a year
0: absolutely
1: um it's, it it is one of my favorite animated movies of all time yeah it's one of my favorite films
0: of all time it's just oh yeah it's just so good. The lessons it teaches, you can watch it at any age and still pick up something.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just so it's got good. Vin Diesel in it. What's not to like? <laughs> what's,
0: what's not to like? And uh, it's got um, the 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 yeah the yeah scene where uh, yeah. there's a scene oh, where yeah, when he's <laughs> on the a, road. Yeah. yeah, there's a scene where I Hogarth, love that scene. It's the best scene. <laughs> Hogarth Hughes he cannonballs. Oh, that's great. Iron Giant cannonballs in this tiny pond and yeah it, tidal wave just fucking sends all the water out of the pond and they're there with the beatnik dean dean gets swept away in this fucking tidal wave and ends up on like the main road of this small town yeah. um and little trucker dude drives by and he's like hey you're right in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah all right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Oh god! And the guy just leaves.
0: The guy just leaves. He's like, "All right then."
1: <laughs> I, I, I can actively say that everyone that was in this movie, I think they did a good job with their with the voice acting because that was uh, was that Harry Connick Jr.
0: Oh, in who that one, the, yeah, yeah. In,
1: in who, did the, who did? Who Dean? Dean? Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh,
0: all the um, voice acting is good. Even Hogarth Hughes, I ne- I don't know who did that. We can
1: probably look it up very easily. Um, uh, his name is uh, Eli. Um, I don't. It starts with an M, but he's not been in a lot of things. Um, I think he was like a, a child actor that kind of just did a couple movies here and there, but never really. Never pop- really made. What say again?
0: Uh, I was going to say pay for college and then stop working.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I looked him up. I looked him up when you first suggested it. Because I was like, I wonder who did that, because you never think about the people that do these movies, because like when I watched it originally, I never I, I never knew that it was Vin Diesel. I didn't know that it was um, Jennifer Aniston. Um, it looks like he did some movies here and there, made some money and then like got a doctorate in geography and just he's just living his best life right now.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I love those stories of uh child actors that got out of the business like there's one i think it's the kid from um a christmas story you know C- christmas story
1: yeah the the is that you'll the one shoot
0: your eye out you'll shoot okay yeah. i was gonna say
1: that's the one where he's uh, where he like gets his tongue stuck to the pole yeah i always it. i don't know why but i always get that mixed up with uh national lampoon's christmas vacation I don't know why it doesn't make sense in my mind. It doesn't make sense, but I clearly just get them... the word
0: just the word Christmas that's yeah, exactly they they, <laughs> just get,
1: they just morph in my mind as the same movie
0: that's funny. I'm trying to think of another Christmas movie that you could get confused uh, <laughs> a christmas Christmas yeah. Christmas in. Somewhere is definitely a movie. Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> Christmas
1: with the Christmas. cranks. Um, when you first watched this movie, like, how long did it take you before you realized that Vin Diesel was doing the voice of the Iron Giant?
0: Oh, uh, honestly, I did not. I don't think I realized that until college. And I, I, I was just about to say,
1: that. also college.
0: I watched it like you know since it came out. I was very, I was pretty young,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and. Yeah, I did not realize that shit until college that Vin Diesel had those those acting chops
1: on him. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, then you you, the thing is, you go back and you watch it, and you're like, oh yeah, no, that's definitely Vin Diesel's voice. Yeah. There's no one else that that is.
0: And you know what? I I will talk mad shit, but he does a very good job. He um, he does a very good job of being a fucking robot that is learning things. And also yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy, he does a really good job of saying, I am Groot, with different inflections that make you feel different things.
1: And in your favorite film series, uh, Fast and Furious, um, <laughs> he does a very good job of being both fast and at times furious. <laughs> but. In that order.
0: Does, does he put his family first?
1: Uh, sometimes. Not Always i don't know i haven't seen the most recent movies (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) i think they're on like fast 15 or something stupid so i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah dude need me stop
1: they have like four spin-offs
0: yeah and vin diesel keeps on like uh he's like using social media to peer pressure the rock into coming back
1: he hates the rock
0: yeah, well, and The Rock hates they hate him. Each other. They hate each other. They hate each other. But Vin Diesel's like, hey, it we'll would make it for the perfect wrap-up movie. And The Rock just keeps on being like, I'm not going
1: to do it. I'm not yeah, working
0: with but,
1: you. Okay, I don't think The Rock's allowed to have moral superiority when he made Hobbs and Shaw, where I'm pretty sure like Idris Elba gets superpowers or something. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. I watched the trailer and I was like, that's too much even for me.
0: yeah. Although I, I do enjoy the the rock a good bit, um, what's it the the new Jumanji? I didn't think I would like it. I ended up like I, I will. It's not. I, I won't remember it. It's like a, it's like Ron's gone wrong. I won't okay. remember it, but it's a fun ride. I, I enjoyed watching it yeah. on an airplane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such an insulting thing to say. <laughs> that's worse than saying you didn't like it. I watched it on an airplane.
0: No. Just like I was trapped in a place with a very yeah. limited supply, <laughs> and
1: years so I to watched the this best. and I didn't go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, did you know that there is a sequel book to The Iron Giant?
0: Oh, uh, so yeah, I watched, I did not watch them back to back, I watched Iron Giant last week. Uh, late in the week, mm-hmm. and I watched ron has Gone Wrong recently. Um, but when I watched it, I looked that up. Yes, I did see that there is a uh, sequel, which is pretty cool, which they always they always uh, made it seem like there was going to be a sequel with the ending that they had.
1: Well, the mo- the book, from what I understand, has almost nothing to do with the sequel has almost nothing to do with the first one, except there's a returning character, namely the space dragon that he fights um, in the first book. Um, there's no space dragon in this movie.
0: No, there's no space. Surprisingly,
1: they decided to leave out um, the space dragon that he has a he has a bet with. Um,
0: wow! I, so I have never read the book. You read the book, I'm guessing. Then. No,
1: I looked it up. It's like I said, it's a children's book, so this is loosely based on it. Gotcha. But in the children's book, you know, a lot of similar things happen. He's like, you have a friends, uh, a child, and you know they're hanging out, um, but then a a dragon from space shows up and the military, like he shows up in Australia and the military, like is trying to beat this space dragon and nothing they're using is working. Um, so the iron man or the iron giant, as it's called in, in America makes his way down to Australia and has like a, a bet with this space dragon is like, Hey, if I stand it, we'll, we'll see who is stronger. I'm going to stand in this um, like pool of petroleum or something, and they're going to set it on fire and you're going to stand in the, like in the sun and whichever one of us like either backs down or like dies first is the loser. And the space dragon, uh, you know, surprisingly loses because I guess the sun's super hot. I don't know if the space dragon just didn't know that, but, yeah, he loses and the Iron Giant's like, why are you here? And he's like, I'm a peaceful space dragon, but this was cool watching these people fight. And he's like, well, um, why did you come here? And he's like, oh, "I'm a, I'm a space singer and I do opera or something, some weird shit. And the Iron Giant's like, all right, well, from now on you're gonna chase the setting sun and sing to the people of the earth and like lull them to peace and sleep effectively eliminating conflict from the world. That would have been a much better movie. Surprisingly, they didn't go with that. <laughs> um I
0: don't I don't know why. What what about that? Would they not want to animate? And you know what?
1: I'm not, this is not this is not me shitting on Ted Hughes who made that who who published that story. That is a hundred percent a children's storybook. You know what I mean? like that's how children's stories are that's what they're supposed to be like that's fine but that would have been so fucking weird dude in a movie set in the 19 late 1950s with mccarthyism being like oh also singing space dragon who talks and speaks (laughs) english yeah um, is now singing to the world it sounds like one of those like 60s
0: like acid animations if they were to make it into a movie (laughs) like uh uh, what's that hard rock is that what's called heavy metal heavy metal (laughs) like the super the super fucking trippy animated film (laughs) i may or may not be adding that to the list oh my god they really did that
1: yeah, there's a sequel to Heavy Metal, and it looks F- a, a lot. It looks exactly like those South Park episodes. Really, I, I do you love the South Park about, episode.
0: Right? I know, I do. I know exactly which episodes you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: that's where that comes from. I mean, the, the, there's no the there's, cat there's, pee. There's, like the yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the whole titty, the whole titty stuff is like tone is not you know it's, it's not like that obviously, but um that's the same art style and everything. That's why people were like, wow, look at this, huh?
0: Oh, so what, um, I guess you already covered how you feel about Ron's Gone Wrong. Um, so which of these movies did you like more? Uh, has <laughs> Gone Wrong
1: definitely wins out. I, I don't think it's fair to compare these movies. Um, no, no. In, in, in terms of which one is better, which one's worse. Um, they're both fine movies. There's nothing inherently wrong with Ron's Gone Wrong as a movie. It did. It's from my understanding, it did pretty well. Um, In viewership and everything it's a fine movie um i will just never watch it again yeah and that's okay um
0: i i I would watch it again uh personally but yeah it's it's no iron giant it's not a movie i would watch multiple times in a year i might watch it at some point again in my life is what i'm saying yeah
1: if if ron's gone wrong was released uh 14 years later with two extra minutes of footage, I would not take my friend to the movie theater to go watch it, rewatch it, just to see those extra two minutes. You know what I mean? And I think that says a lot about how good I thought the Iron Giant was. Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, so this is the whole point of this was never to compare them because obviously <laughs> the Iron Giant was always going to win out. It Just notice some little, little silly uh, similarities there yeah,
1: There is a shocking amount of similarities. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what? Probably not on accident. Uh, the people that made Ron's gone wrong, they may have taken
1: some beats. Who knows? It's just technology bad, but what if technology good? <laughs> have you thought kid, about that? Kid, yeah. What if what if <laughs> technology good and kid kid help technology be good? Also hero technology die, but not. That's like that's it. That is literally the story. Yeah. Of both these films even the one i love immensely that is its story yep
0: it's just a matter of i don't know well like put, putting more into it i guess because so you know disney they i feel like a lot of times they they get a formula for a movie and they just sort of input the 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 numbers that they need to put for mm-hmm. it to be a successful movie whereas you know like i was talking about earlier with um the iron giant brad bird poured his grief into making that movie and so and it
1: didn't do that well
0: at the time it didn't do that well but like when you watch it you can feel the things that brad bird was probably feeling like yeah, what, he, well the things that he was trying to get across the message he was trying to feel yeah
1: the iron giant is a beautiful movie both uh from its subject matter its storyline as well as the animation i mean it it holds up it holds up very well um even even though it's from 1999, uh, I would I would recommend anyone who hasn't seen it to give it a watch. Um, it's it's a good movie, regardless of if you like cartoons or not.
0: Yeah, I uh, so I've had a couple of uh, backyard movie nights here. We have a projector for our backyard. Um, Hell yeah. We've had a, a couple of different movies but uh, there's only one movie that's been re- that that that's been retweeted. There's only one movie <laughs> that that's been repeated and that's the, the Iron Giant we've done twice because it just hell yeah. It deserves it.
1: It's a it's, good movie.
0: It's so good to just sit in the backyard and and pop that on. It, it feels so good.
1: Yeah, it's easy to watch.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, I I think that is our summation of the two movies. Till next time, this has been another episode of That Cartoon Podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights.
1: If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.